Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Trust Me. Trust Me. <laughs> Ooh, a weekly podcast. Weekly-ish, where we talk about building trust, transparency, and long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. Boop, 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 boop. Such a dork. I don't have the, the phone air horn because we're live. Yep, so... So if you're listening to this... I'm sorry, there's no air horn this week, you guys. You're just going to have to listen to John attempt to hit the tones of the air horn. You want to oh, try again? No. I'm going to... There's going to be so many. <laughs> I swear to God, he's he's actually a very talented musician. He plays the drums. I'm not a... So there's really... I mean, there are tones, I suppose, in percussion, but not as much as, you know, singing. No, not as much. Right. At all. So anyway, welcome. Thank you for listening or watching, whichever one you're doing. And um, this week we, or this episode, we are talking about something that is awesome and exciting to me. I think it's fascinating. But we're going to talk about gender roles and how, what they are and how they exist in our relationship. Right. Yeah. Gender roles. Gender roles. So when you think gender roles, like... How would you define gender role? Like when you hear that phrase, like what comes to mind? Stereotypes about genders. Yeah. Right? And how a dichotomy between a man and a woman should exist in a contemporary society. So how should it should exist? How people think it should. How people, the general yeah. public. Right. Or, okay. Does anything else come to mind for you? Like if you think of like an image, like what comes to mind? Does anything come to mind? Uh, like me, when you think me. woman and gender role, what what do you think? Uh, well, it's a different than it, I would imagine it to be. Like if you said, imagine gender roles in the fifties. Right now, I think um, woman in yoga pants and baby in her arm. Yeah. And a dude look. I'm a man wearing a suit or something. Okay. Or wearing a hoodie because he's got a tech job. Actually, that is, according to the research that I've done, that's pretty like what it was and what people perceive gender roles to be even in the 50s. Right. Yeah, just I like guess the, the woman is like the at home, so in yoga yeah. pants or whatever at yeah. the time, it would have been yeah. like a dress or a skirt or something. Right. And caring for the child while right. the man is still in a suit. Yeah. Right? Right. Going I, out exactly, and providing. Right. Exactly the same. I was just kind of like being a goof about uh, fashion. The yoga pants. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. So gender, gender roles definitely... Um, so in, according to Wikipedia, just to define what a gender role is, a, a social role encompassing a range of behaviors and attitudes that are generally considered acceptable, appropriate, and desirable for people based on their biological or perceived sex. So I thought this was interesting. It's a social role encompassing a range of behaviors that are considered acceptable by like the general population. Yeah. Um, Something like example, uh, for example, that women shouldn't have a skirt above their knees, right? Or is that um, more like well, there are lots of we can get in. We'll get into this, but there are lots of different facets of gender rolling, like occupational, um, how to dress. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but not necessarily. I mean, because a man, a man wearing a skirt would be not considered like socially accepted right like in a, for a lot of people yeah. i feel like like yeah. gender when it comes to gender rolling yeah. okay um 
But gender roles, for the most part, in like the modern world, like since the agricultural revolution, have been in the Western world, and I think in most parts of the world, like the woman kind of is the home caretaker, family take caretaker, while the man is like the provider, right? Right. And that's kind of what throughout my whole life and then my mother's life and my grandmother's life, I mean, that's kind of what was taught to me growing up. Yeah. Not that we have to do those things, but that that's what we've been taught. Yeah. You don't have to, but you'll for sure hear about it at Christmas if you don't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I think we, you and I, John, have an interesting perspective because we in our house have flip-flopped these roles. Not all of them. But the big one being that I kind of am like the provider and you are more of like the caretaker of the home and and the family. Yeah. (laughs) Those poor children. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a cab driver for a 10 and 11 year old. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, you make breakfast for them. You make their lunch. You do dinner like four nights a week. You do laundry. Yeah. (laughs) Are you happy about this? No. I make no money. <laughs> I mean, you make money, but yeah. you've also started a business while deciding to be the one that stays home, yeah. right? That we decided. Yeah. So, and your friends, which would typically be like the, the the male equivalent of their guy friends, be like, "Oh, did you hear that Susan started to be an influencer? Isn't that cute? A little stay-at-home Etsy shop." <laughs> <laughs> oh, John's a photographer. How cute! Listen, yeah. I'm gonna get triggered, probably. 40 more times is this, this hard really no i think it's funny yeah but i if i don't stop myself i can definitely i'll go on, like onto a tangent yeah because it's something i feel like i fight against a lot internally and obviously externally yeah, yeah. and and we'll get into this but i also have my struggles with like being the provider right i mean it's been a concurrent theme in the podcast you um i i love it but i'm also like i don't know I, especially older women i have I, yeah. I catch judgment from. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a lot of women are like, that's awesome. Like, who cares? You know, but like, it's still because the way we're raised, I think. Yeah. It just feels like, are we doing something wrong? You know, are we like, right. Is this okay? Like on some level. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Let's take, it's earlier than normal. Let's take a quick break because that, ba- I think my battery's compromised. Okay, cool. Because it's okay. yep. blinking red. <laughs> They've been draining quicker. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hi. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. So we're back from our break. We took a quick break, so we're back. It's my fault. I bought generic batteries, and they were great for actually a lot longer than I expected. Yeah. But now they don't hold a charge. Oh. I don't really know anything about this part of it, so thanks thanks for handling that. Don't cut corners on gear, guys. Or girls. Or girls. Guys is like an all-encompassing. Oh, wow. oh, see what we did? We brought it back into gender roles. Ah, boom. Bam, 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 bam. So. <laughs> what were we saying? I'm sorry. What were we saying? No. Um, I don't really know. We're talking about gender roles, okay? 
And um, let's just get into more like what that what that means. Yeah. Because it's studied by a lot of psychologists and sociologists. And I think it's a huge topic, like, and very relevant to right now in our world. Yeah. Definitely there's, to us. There's definitely a shift. Well, just, I mean, culturally, like, across the board, mm-hmm. I think there's a shift happening. Um, and I want to talk about a study that shows that here in a second. But first... Um, the kind of the unified theory on gender roles is that there are generally two vectors in thinking about sex and gender. Mm-hmm. This is according to Psychology Today. This PhD um, psychologist, Greg Enriquez, and he discusses the two vectors being biological and social. So biological being like genetic, physiological, evolutionary, hormonal, the nature dimension. So like, we're born, I'm born a woman, you're born a man, right? Mm-hmm. And then there are certain traits that come along with that, physical traits. Also, you know, to be debated, and I don't, I'm not a psychiatrist, <laughs> and so I don't know, but also some, some mental sort of, you know, and emotional differences. Yeah. And, and then the social aspect, which is like societal roles, norms, ideals, and expectations. Mm-hmm. So nature and nurture, right? Like, which one is it? It's a combination of the two things. Um, I think that as I started to research this and learning how scientists have studied gender roles, it kind of the further breakdown of personality traits um, in scientific study as pertaining to gender usually is broken down further into communal and agency. So follow me for just a second. I know these yeah. are like words that I just learned. Yeah. So communal is generally thought of what? Oh, I would just. Oh, communal. <laughs> what? I was just demonstrating the, the two words. So. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so communal is generally thought of as feminine mm-hmm. qualities like emotional, affectionate, compassionate, or for the group. Okay. Um, agency is generally thought of as male. So ambitious, decisive for the self. Um, So I want to come back to these two words because there's a study that I thought was really interesting and they use these two traits. So for the group, for the self. And really when I think about it, that's it, it really, when I think about women and how they work and the types of roles they take in occupation and at home, we're definitely the gender that kind of tends to be, you know, caring for everyone. Like you're not necessarily trying to climb to the top yeah, and step on everyone else. Yeah. It's more like, like you think about, and not to be gender rolling or stereotyping, but occupations like nursing and teaching, you know, right. um, where the man is more the agent or agency and he's kind of more for the self. Right. You're expected to be like courageous, decisive, yeah. ambitious, yeah. you yeah. know, um, so this study that American psychologist, um, which is like a scholarly journal in its article, um, gender stereotypes have changed and you can find this on www.apa.org. Um, and it's a study that was done kind of over the course of 73 years, pulling public opinion on gender roles and stereotypes. So I thought this was interesting. They found that the communal, you know, trait, they found it to be 
they found an even stronger advantage given to women since 1950. So they've seen the communal trait in women become even more exacerbated. Yeah. Like we have over time. Pull yeah. it pulled like in the, in the 1940s versus like now. Yeah. Um, agency has stayed relatively the same. Yeah. So men thought to be courageous, decisive, all these things like in the 50s also seen to be pulled about the same today. Yeah. Um, the third component that this article do- dives into um, is competency. And back in the 50s, women were not seen <laughs> nearly, not nearly as competent as men, unfortunately. Um, but today, we are recognized, according to this article and the polls that this article took, um, women are now recognized as equals when it comes to competency. It's so. all good. Everyone that's angry <laughs> about wage inequality but and... No, there's so many other things. Like it, this, solved it. No. <laughs> Man, you just totally pissed someone off. Um, that means... No, wa- wage inequality has a lot to do with, yes, gender, but because the woman is usually the communal person, meaning the one that stays at home and takes care of the whole family. Because how the hell are you supposed to get ahead if you're if you've got five people, you know, weighing you down. Yeah, you know, literally. That's, you saying what you just said, I never understood how big of a risk, how overwhelming of a risk it is to be a provider and to stay at home mm-hmm. until I started doing it. Yeah, because I sacrifice a lot of the hours that I could be putting into myself and my business and making money by kind of just naturally falling into the role of provider or, or, or not provider, um, caretaker. Caretaker. Yeah. I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, if something happened to us or like, if you say you're at lunch and you're really with Ted and then you kick me out, I'm like, I'd have, I'm like, Oh, I'd have to start back. I, it's, it's insane. Like you'd have to start back over from nothing. Like I, I get it now more than I ever have. Yeah. Why when there's a split or a divorce, I used to make jokes about women getting half of the dude's money and that's because I was ignorant like we all are in youth but if you're with a person and they're building something and you're at home it's like I'm your backup like a lot gets done because of me and vice versa with you you know yeah for sure and it it's been interesting for me in that same vein to experience this role because yeah. I've been in my former marriages, I was definitely the stay-at-home person, and so I've been in relationships oh, where I've... That's a hard, hard pill to swallow. Really? Kind of. So we'll talk about this, because we'll dive into to, to this in a second. Can I just say... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, thanks. Sorry. Thank you. No, just, don't be sorry that oh, I'm triggered because yeah. of my, my insecurities. Yeah, so we'll, let's talk about that. Hold on to that thought for just a second. So... Um... um yeah, I was like, I was always the caretaker in my past relationships, yeah. and I definitely felt at times scared and thought I should have something, you know, built for myself right. because the, the, the risk, you know, is really high, especially yeah. if you're with someone that you don't, I mean, I didn't trust like my yeah. ex-husband, right. right? you know what I mean? We had yeah. a lot of trust issues and... And so I, it was a scary place to be in. And I almost felt like, I think at the end of that relationship and like the new person that I kind of became post that divorce, 
I'm like, I have to prove to myself that I can do this. And you have wonderfully. She is a badass. Thanks. You're welcome. So, and, and it does, it feels really good. So like, I also have that feeling of like, with women that are like, there's still like that part of society that's like, you know, your man needs to make money and like, what can he buy you and all this stuff. And like, so I'm like, but that's just a bunch of minutia. That's just bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's kind of like vibing low. It's like, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It's, it's shallow. Right. Right. But so I feel really strong and I feel really good about it. And, and so it's interesting to hear, you know, you say that, I mean, that is an insecurity for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I just care about what people think sometimes. Also, quick pro tip for the provider. If you're with someone and they're a little shady, cash isn't really a thing anymore. But what is a thing is cash back. Every time you go to the grocery store, ladies or men. So for, for the provider or for the caretaker? If you're with a provider and you think they're stepping so for out. The, this, is, this is a tip for the caretaker. Look, before you just go storming out, and you should, you should be empowered. But just start hitting that cash back oh button. Oh, Lord. Especially if they're making as much money as she is. They have no idea. They don't. They, it's been. That's not true. I am not been, making. What? Look, this been, is all false. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been forever since she's been in the grocery store. She has no idea that avocados don't cost $10 That's a piece. That's not true. I go to the grocery. I still love to cook. <laughs> and I cook every weekend. Yeah. I do not, however, do the laundry. And I know we've talked about this on this podcast before. But that is when I realized there's no, like, word equivalent for emasculation for women. Because when I tried to, like, touch the dryer and then I didn't understand exactly how it worked and I had to ask for your help, I was like, wow, I feel, eh, like, not emasculated, but whatever the word is for, like, a woman feeling like she's lost her female prowess or something which is so silly it's like this is all just gender roles it doesn't who said that you know a woman's supposed to do the laundry fuck that you love doing the laundry you won't even let me touch the laundry right yes (laughs) i want to say it's because i love laundry so much (laughs) that i don't want to get taken away from me it's just my mother said here's a gift the gift of a controlling personality here you go, yeah, young so John. It's a control thing for you, huh? God. Really? Because also, I want, no, uh, if I'm being completely honest, for sure, yeah. But I also know that you do a lot, and I know, I just understand how, how we work together, and it's going to be more efficient if I get it done. And if you're going to the laundry, I know it means you need something done. I like my shirts hung up. There's this whole system that I have in place. And you also, so... You also care about everyone else's laundry, too. You're not just like, I'm only going to hang my shirts and, you know, I don't don't care about Alexis's, you know, negligee or like her silk blouses or the kids like tops. Like you take care of everything. It's really all a ploy to be able to touch your underwear as much as humanly possible. You're such a weirdo. I hope there are no children listening. Whatever, fine. You touch underwear. Who this cares? There are worse things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you so, made it into this little corner of the internet, you have been a lot of places uh, already. Yeah, probably get some help, kids. Um. So anyway, st- I don't know, but um, 
so back to kind of you caring for everyone's laundry. Like this, this was, I was thinking about this the other day. So with our roles being flip-flop and anyone else out there that like is experiencing kind of the opposite of what society has taught us your gender should do or be, um, with that community, communal, communal, excuse me, versus agency, it kind of makes sense if a woman is just more prone to being the communal sex, whether or not that's just who we are or that's what we've been taught. I think it's a combination of both, um, you know, but we're naturally good at like caretaking and doing the home stuff because it's a selfless thing. It's yeah. very selfless. Like when you are at home and you could just be like playing video games or doing whatever you want, but there's like a ton of other people relying on you to take care of their stuff. Like that's a, that's a selfless thing. So being the home, like the caregiver at home, it, it's, it's interesting. What, I guess seeing a man who's kind of meant to be the agent, like yeah. more for himself, switch into that role of being like the communal person. Right. I don't get a sense of fulfillment from it. I As I, I don't either. I, I think, and I think people across the board who do are caretaking. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I hear a lot of it's a thankless job. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, I do. I do when I, whenever I plate the kids' food. I feel good about that. Like in the morning for breakfast, it, I, I honestly feel very happy. I'm like, oh, but that's to me, it's like symbolic of a shift in the way I was parenting because I used to when Malachi first started school and I was shifting from being a, a bartender to being this like diner dad, I would <laughs> give him cereal or he, I was after a while, I was like, he just, he, he can eat at school and then he'd get on the bus. Like we'd wake up 10 minutes before we get on the bus. I felt so bad about that. And I started making breakfast for him and then I started making breakfast for you and Olivia and mm. yeah yeah um I want to real quickly I don't the biological reasoning for why women are typically the communal sex yeah. yeah do you remember hearing Sebastian Younger in the book Tribe talking about this I rem I mean, I love that book but um no I don't remember specifically the reason men are typically agents or, or more reckless or are like courageous and, and they're willing to do these like crazy tasks or taking oh, jobs yeah, where they're going to, there's more of a risk to your life. It's because like, let's say there's like a building and there's someone inside yelling and there's a group of people and there's men and women in the group. Almost a hundred percent of the time, the altruistic person, the person that runs into the building is a male. And that's because biologically we've been programmed to value men's lives less than women because I can make a baby every single day if I'm a healthy dude. You, on the other hand, once you get pregnant, you have like an incubation period. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like a, a way of like preserving the tribe. Mm -hmm. However, they have found that women that commit these courageous acts, like going into a burning building to save someone and women that were winning Nobel Peace Prizes for acts of heroism... 100% of the time, an act of heroism was committed by a woman. There was no male present. Mm -hmm. And on the, the counter to that, men like in, in mines that get like trapped when there's a group of like 12, 13 dudes, certain men in the group start taking on more uh, effeminate characteristics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's like a natural balance of like caretaking and agency that have yeah. to like exist for us to be harmonious. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We've for sure right. We've developed as tribes. Like we've spent more time living in, in communal, tight knit groups than we have in current agrarian society. Yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. It is yeah. for sure. 
Is it heroism or heroinism? I think heroinism sounds like. But you know, there's a heroine, which is like the hero, but she's yeah. a woman. Yeah. I just I don't wonder know. what that term is. Yeah. I don't I, speak I, very good. <laughs> don't talk well. Don't talk good. Don't talk good. Um, Can you do that voice? So. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, I mean it like that. I know. I'm just messing with you. I love you so much. Oh, man. Okay. You're so pretty. Um, oh, I, God. Stop. I, I know. Okay. She hates so, that. No, thanks. Okay. She likes it. It's she so embar- it. It's embarrassing. It like embarrasses me. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> Did you do it to like to like kind of distract me? No. Because that's what it does. It takes me off my track. Oh, it's man. such a man move. I feel like. I wish I got told that was pretty more often by you only. <laughs> we're just You're taking, very pretty. We're just gonna take a quick break. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Like when we're back from break. Welcome back to part. Th- no, we don't have to introduce anything. Part three. Part three. Yeah, because we already took two. This is our. This is now. We're coming back from our second break. So we're just gonna continue talking about gender roles. Yes. Right. Yeah. I gender rolled you by calling you a pretty little girl. Yeah. No, you didn't. It's so it's cool to be like complimented. Yeah. That's fine. Gender roles are. I mean, it's like. They don't have to be negative. This is what, whenever I think about, like, sexism or gender roles, gender, gender stereotyping, this thought comes to mind. Like, where did we lose, like, the respect for the opposite sex? Like, where, somewhere along the line, you know, and I felt this way when I was, like, taking care of the home. Yeah. And I also worked. I've never not worked. I, one year of Olivia's life, I didn't work. Yeah. But my daughter. Um, but when I was not the one making, like, the money, like, and at home taking care of everyone's stuff, I felt like, I just thought, am I, is there, am I lacking respect? Is that just, am I feeling like I don't respect myself right now? Or is it that I genuinely feel like society doesn't respect this role yeah as mom or caretaker or whatever like you don't even have to be a mom you can still not work and be at home or whatever um i just feel like that respect element is missing yeah i see it a lot what you're saying i agree with you because we need each other like we said we need there have to be i think god you were home all the gods you were home last week when your son was sick four days in a row right Right. What would we have done? You right. know what I yeah. mean? There's been several times like that. Like both. Yeah. Yeah. Several times where the kids And so it's like it's such an important piece of just like we have to. That's how we work together. Right. Yeah. It's the yin and yang. Like, so yeah. why is it that one, why do we value? And our, our culture is, I mean, we are capitalists. So we really, money is our God here in the Western world. Right. right? Money is God. I feel like. What are you saying about. Money is God. And I so think I think that's why it. some like the agent has become more respected. Right. Like those male attributes in a way. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I don't know. And I can't have no evidence to like prove that. That's just the general kind of right. feeling. And, and it's it's changing. You see it play out a lot. I notice it 
where you see dudes are like going to the bar after work for a couple of drinks. They're like, I've worked hard. I've earned it. Mm-hmm. Or going and golfing with the pros. Not everyone's like that. There's a lot of women that get to go and have lunches with their their mates and everything else. But definitely during like those first few years when the kid's with you all the time, mm-hmm. I would say that's very indicative of the lack of respect mm-hmm. for what the, the woman or the caretaker is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And you just have, I, I think a lot of people that make money, especially men, because you being a, a, a female breadwinner, <clears throat> you've seen the other side, so you have naturally a lot more empathy. But men and that same have, with you in that right. role, flip flop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, men that have never been at home, been the caretakers, they have the sense of entitlement because they're getting a check, and that brings them the ability to bring in goods and resources. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. you can look at your female counterpart and be like, "What resources are you bringing in?" It's like taking care of your child. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and that's going back to like that classic kind of gender role, which is where the woman doesn't work and the man does or whatever. But I think that is changing. And also, I mean, it's proven this article, the same one that I referenced earlier in, um, the American psychologist, women now have more bachelor's degrees, master's degrees and PhDs. Yeah. Literally. We are more More educated than men. men. Yeah statistically um so you would think that you'd really start to see a shift in that and and where you have you do see that the competency has changed so now men are seeing women as competent and women are seeing themselves as equally competent yeah um to men but you you know maybe there'll be an even further shift in something maybe the wage gap will kind of shrink. I don't know though, because I think that for the most part, still women are the ones, if you do have children, yeah, women are the ones that stay home and that's where you lose, that's where you lose traction. If, if trying to, you know, climb the ladder, the corporate ladder or whatever, building a business, whatever yeah. you want to do, yeah. you know, it definitely impedes you from being able to do that. Yeah. However, with the internet, with the camera in front of us we can access we were just live on instagram like you can you can now start a business and you can build a business around anything significantly easier than anyone ever in the history of humans as yeah, far so as we from know. home so like but but as you know you don't really get any work done you yeah. say this almost every day yeah, i can't kids, work when the kids are here can't. and i totally understand yeah. like so i mean it's I just can't some but it, it is it is it's a little hard yeah <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But gender roles, I mean, it's such a fascinating thing. And it's like, what is it, the chicken or the egg? You know, of course, women biologically, physiologically can can make other humans. So, like, naturally, yeah, I mean, and you don't have, like, a boob that's going to feed that baby. That's like... I tried with Malachi. I mean, just him and I. <laughs> Oh, God, it calmed him down for a few seconds at a time. Then he'd just get frustrated and cry more. Uh, Stop. Oh, man. I'm going to cut that out. Not really. It's too much work. Jeez. Oh, God. What a visual. Thank you. Ah. I want to apologize. But, like, the woman, you know what I mean? Like, so you kind of, like, you're not going out to work when you're dealing with that. And I watch women now, even in my profession, like, and at my job, I have so much respect for these women that are, like, pumping breast milk and, like, taking 10 minutes out of their extremely busy day to do this. And I'm just, like, I'm in awe. 
yeah. of like these physicians that do this. And like, I can't believe it. That woman that ran the marathon, the ultra marathon, was it? And she was breastfeeding. Oh yeah. Yeah. What Insane. was I, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly where I heard that story, but I, I remember do reading remember the story. it. You sent it to me. She got, she got like second in the race or something. Yeah. Yeah, she was while she was stopping and yeah, Yeah. insane. So it's like incredible what just humans are capable of, whether you're a man or a woman, you know. Um, But I think a lot of it is just society. We've placed these probably has to do with like, you know, Protestant, like just Christianity and saying, you know, a woman should be this and a man should be that. And like, yeah. we've just like subscribed to it for and so just a long. natural development in, in the industrial world too, you know? Yeah. Men were going to the factories and men were working because women had to stay at home and that's just the only way it worked. And I've been thinking this the entire time we've been talking about it, but it used to be enough stati- statistically for one, one person to, to work. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, yeah. A lot of people don't even have a caretaker role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both people are working. Yeah. But women are still, actually, that brings me to an interesting point. In that same article, women are still oftentimes doing the household chores. Yeah. Not me. Lot, man, we won't say any names <laughs> because that's not what we do on this thing. But we know, you and I know a lot of couples mm-hmm. where the dude is at home or has like more flexibility in the schedule and still doesn't do that stuff. So, yeah, and I see it a lot with like my guy friends, like they're at home, like on a Tuesday and they're like playing games and stuff. I'm like, dude, do some laundry. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. I hear women you hear talk about it. Up, I like, hear that's your mom's job. Women all the time complain about that. And actually my therapist, I, we talked about gender, just kind of how we experience this flip flop in yeah. our relationship in my last therapy session with her and she said commonly she hears the woman who if if the woman is the provider mm. is there something wrong up here oh if the woman is the provider mm-hmm. um that she hears oftentimes the complaint is that he's not doing the household chores mm-hmm. so which like but maybe as a man like you're taught like Planned Parenthood had a really interesting article on gender rolling hyper about hyper femininity and hyper masculinity. So like hyper masculinity being like you're super competitive, you're dominating females with aggression, you're insensitive, you're imposing, you're demanding like the extreme of being Mm -hmm. the agent. Yeah. Um, So you're like, oh, I'm not going to do laundry. You know what I mean? Like because that hyper masculinity piece is kind of like you know, manifested and kind of taken over for you Yeah. as a guy. Yeah. I, would ima- I mean, I don't know that they think it's like, you know, too feminine or something to do. Yeah. 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 Right. No, I, so I don't know. Uh, anyone for, like do you that, have but... advice? Like for, I've heard lots of women talk about how, and maybe it's just because men are kind of more for themselves. So they're doing something for themselves when they're at home versus for the group. But I mean, w- we can change that. There's no way right. it's like, you know, set in your brain that way. Is there, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. So yeah. If you were raised that way, it's probably set in there. You were going to ask me if I have any advice. Yeah. Do you have advice for men that like, if the woman is a, not even the breadwinner, but like working her ass off outside of the home too, like just have a dialogue and a communication about it. We haven't necessarily done this yet or ever, but you and I just naturally started assigning each other jobs and roles, mm-hmm. 
but I read um, a piece from a couple where the woman's making more money and the, the man is, she actually is like has a podcast and is an author and the man has like become like her support where it used to be flip-flop. But she said that like they had to like sit down and talk almost like a board meeting and then like they literally assigned roles and like wrote out a schedule and that's very type A. And I'm kind of like type A-E, but not full on if I were more so that maybe we would do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's worth a shot, like just sitting down and talking about it. Yeah. 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 And you and I have, we're naturally like progressing towards being more organized and having having labels more so on what we're doing just by like having a calendar and the busier we've gotten the more we've had to say you're driving there and you're doing this and you have to get this done and you're going to the store yeah right yeah so just having the conversation like sitting down and setting time like write it down with your partner say at seven o'clock on wednesday we are going to talk for an hour about how we're going to get shit done and do you have any advice for men that might feel because you said you felt you feel insecure sometimes yeah do you you feel why do you feel insecure? Um, because of if just, it's making you feel insecure right now no, by asking no, you that. No, I'm, I I'm just apologize. trying to think. Of, it's no, it's fine. I'm just trying to think of the best way to answer. Um, it's just not having money. Okay, know? it's all it so is. It's I like hate you want to provide. I want to provide. I also want to feel like I have the ability to make decisions. You know. Ah. Right. And you don't feel like you do necessarily. No. Really? Really. I feel like you make decisions all the time. I do make decisions, but like financially. What like you're going to eat for lunch, <laughs> what you're going to do during the day. Yeah. No, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean like big decisions or what? Yeah. Like when when we were moving, I knew I had zero equity in <laughs> <laughs> and I had like no voting power on where we were gonna go land, and that's probably how it is. Even uh, if you had a lot of opinions, I had a lot of opinions. You were like definitely like not that place. <laughs> no, maybe a condo. I want to live in a condo. <laughs> and like, yeah, we both agreed. Yeah, and just seeing that like you bought that, like I'm so proud of you. That's the thing. It's like I'm like I don't feel competitive with you. I'm so proud of you. Like I never think I will jokingly say I want to crush you financially and all this stuff. But like, I can't wait. It's always in jest. Yeah. I truly am like from the bottom of my heart so amazed by you and proud of that's you. So and sweet. I talk to everyone about how amazing you are. Oh, that's so nice. Right. I still feel like, oh man, going and swiping your credit card. Like I started to embrace. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm a little stay-at-home wife. And like, I'm like, mm. well, see, but you're not a wife. You're though. like, I'm not even gonna look at how much these organic strawberries man. cost. Boom in the cart. Yeah. Bippity boppity credit card. It makes me feel bad. There's no way to get around it. And I feel so much pride. Like for two or three months, not two or three months, for, a, yeah, it was two or three months because we sold the house uh, and I got money from the house because I was paying yeah. into it. And then like I, yeah. I got like a good contract like from a client and I bought 100% of the groceries like for two or three months. And I felt so great. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to keep going. I've got momentum. And then before you know it, like... I'm going to say, no, you don't even get to pay half the mortgage. I'm paying all of the mortgage this month. And I just want that so bad. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to make it part-time. But I believe in you and I love us so much. I know that 
we work as a team. And I don't think there's any part of you that doesn't want to work with me and go into the future. No, yeah, no, I think that we definitely are a team. And I have an interesting, I think what's cool about our situation is that we do now have interesting perspectives. Yeah. Like I know what it's like for a man to, you know, who would, if you're thinking the classic gender roles, come home and be like, what have you been doing all day? Dude, I know. Like, you like, my, my why? What do you mean you don't have the groceries for dinner yet? Like, what are we supposed to eat for dinner? And Walt Disney it even... does make me mad on those nights that you don't have dinner. And I'm like, then I have to be like compassionate. I'm like, Alexis, he was still like having had shit to do all day. Like, right. you know, and but I totally understand that perspective. Yeah. And like, wait, you spent $400 at Costco? <laughs> What the hell? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. or Target, which you don't go to Target, thank all the guys. Yeah, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't shop, and I yeah, would, you don't shop. You you buy you buy like camera gear and stuff I like that. I use that with yeah. Yeah, and you with my, yeah. My money. And you buy yeah. You yeah. support your own business with yeah. You know, you're doing a lot. I mean, we're both doing a lot. Yeah, it's. My son was sick, Malachi was sick for those four days. And then I thought, man, he's got to do homework. He's got to catch up. So I went to a school, went through all, jumped through all these hoops. And I don't know if you've ever talked to a man, but imagine talking to a man that's only lived for 10 years. <laughs> oh, a boy. A boy. <laughs> and you're like, hey, do a you know what's man. going on? He's like, well, you know, Todd. And that's who I'm trying to get to do homework. And he has no idea that he even has assignments that he's had for two weeks. So I'm having this battle. It's like three hours in this house of like warfare between man and son. Mm. And then you come home and I was like, I, I literally just had to lie down because I had a migraine. And I was just like lying face down in the bed like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I said, Malachi, get in here. Right. You're going to do your homework like your dad said. No, you, you didn't made say your that. dad very upset. You said, you said, <laughs> you know, he, he needs to be doing his homework, right? I'm like, that's the second part of the homework. I was I've like actually, the man though. I literally yeah. came home, you had a migraine, yeah. you went to lay down and I was like, get in here, Malachi. Yeah. But you, she had no idea because you're not here. Like, how would you know? Yeah. That my life for three hours was just me on the front lines. I'm like watching all my friends die around me. I'm like, Malachi's like, oh, you know. Like I had to sit and stare at him. Why? Did you really? Because you're also equally as ADD as yeah. your son. I know. I had to say, John, you literally can do nothing. You had to, I had to put down my phone, put it face down away from me, and then sit in a chair in the skull, stare at him and watch him read page and page, and then he'd like look around and like read. And that was like three hours of my life. Yeah. And you had no idea. Like what? How would you know that? Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. So if it's parenting ever is like, oh man, like whether or not just check you with have your, kids advice. Just don't ever assume when you, unless you've been experiencing something, something with your partner, like the exact same experience, which you can never do because cognitively, like you have that like totally. distance in the separation. You're a different person. But e- definitely, if you're not with them, like come in and check in before you start. Assuming. Nagging, assuming, giving directions, check in with someone because you have no idea. Like I was talking to you after like a few weeks of the kids when the sun was out and you're like, why is it so crazy in the house? Or why am I so like manic and all over the place? It's because I hear slamming doors all around me and kids screaming. 
I know. I, I understand. So I also come from a Scary. like super stressful yeah. work day, yeah. like where it's like boom, 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 right. and I'm like taking care of people yeah. all day long. Like right, yeah. I don't ever. I don't and, always check in with you, and I should right. do that. Yeah. No, and you you do sometimes, but it's good. It's good advice to what you just said to like just be like, hey, like so. How are you? Right. <laughs> What's you your experience and yeah. life been like today? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's hard to do when you're stressed, right? But it's good right. advice. We're getting better at it. That's, in my opinion, the best thing about our monogamous relationship is that we figure out how to work with each other mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And we're both willing to put in the work. Yeah. In the self-reflection and like that hard... Yeah you know, stuff that it takes. Yeah. yeah. And we have sex on a regular basis and it, it's uh, on, Again. honestly, no, Hoping we're not have children. Oh, okay. We're not living. <laughs> okay. Good. But honestly, it's better than it was at the beginning. And it's pretty amazing. And I thought this is it. This is the best. And, um, it's all downhill from here. No, I'm just joking. But I did think, Oh, this, in the beginning you thought that? Yeah, I'm just joking. Oh uh, man. You're but, not joking. You totally thought that. No, I you was did too. You said it's myself. gonna be three times. Isn't that didn't you used to say like there's three times? Thing that I only ever bro. hook up with someone two times or something. But Oh man. With communication, everything gets better. I yeah. think every successful corporation, business, they have like systems in place and it takes years to perfect those. For sure. When a business gets acquired by another person or another buyer or whatever, it's they're buying that system. Sometimes they're buying the product, yeah. but most of the time it's because someone's put years into that For system sure. and it's super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. So communicate, check in. It seems silly. If you're not doing it, it seems fucking silly. But well, just sit and check in with your partner. Like, no, I think that's true. Them. And like learning what their perspective is. And also share the the household work. Like just share share those those tasks. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. You know, whatever your role is in your relationship, if you're in a relationship or in your house or whatever, like just just share that workload. Yeah. Right. Right. Except for laundry. I'll just let you do all the laundry. Yeah, don't touch the laundry. It's the worst when you touch it. I'm like, what happened in here? It's like when someone drives your car and you, you don't know about it and you get in and you're like, something's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for listening, you thanks guys. Thanks for listening. I love this topic and I could talk about this like forever. Um, so if anyone has anything that... I don't know, a question or like a perspective that we didn't really touch on because these are kind of brief, I think. There's yeah. like, this is a huge topic. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. Do you have any, do, you know all of our like ats and. Yeah, on Instagram, Trust Me Podcast. If you're listening to this on any of the streaming services and you've stumbled across it, it's the same logo on all of the platforms. If you're listening what's to this, our email? Um, trust me, the podcast at gmail.com. Trust me, the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Cool. And we're also going to start sending out newsletters. Right. It'll be like a, like a email list, which will have how it's going to start until we get feedback. And as this community grows, because we're building a community, that's what we're doing. As it grows, it'll change. But what it is now and what it's going to be is kind of like a, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Here are the links to the resources that we're pulling from. Yeah. And that'll be about it. Yeah. And that's that's all. Like, we don't, you know, that's it. Cool. Oh, I just awesome. punched the table. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Have You're a welcome. great week. Thanks, John, for listening Sorry. to me talk. <laughs>
<laughs> you should thank me for listening thank to you, you talk for, for listening sure. to me talk. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for everything okay. that you do with but me. But yeah, peace out, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>